Welcome back to another episode of Spotlight. Uh, the Town of Okotoks continuing their RPAC at Home concert series. It's an incredible thing that they've been doing, uh, bringing artists uh, local and, I mean, some of them international right here to a local screen. And for today's spotlight, I, I wanted to throw back to an amazing conversation I had with two musicians who were a part of the RPAC at Home concert series, uh, Diane and Ethan. Now we're talking about COVID, the effect it had on them as emerging artists. It's live venues where they hone their craft. So where do you go when the open mics are all closed? Yeah, we talk about that. So I'd like to uh, welcome to the Spotlight Podcast, Diane Harvey and Ethan Collister. How did you get an approach to hop on the Our Pack at Home concert series? Because uh, it is a fantastic series of, uh, of people. It is. And I, I live um, just in the DeWinton area. And I'm quite involved with various things at um, the Okotoks Art Gallery, the Monday Night Phoenix Art Group, and so on and so forth. And I've been going to the Our Pack performances live for years. And uh, so one day, my friends and I were in the summer, we're outside social distanced visiting and Andrea was setting up the, the little tent sign. And so I said, Andrea, I have something to ask you. <laughs> and from there, it snowballed. Wow. And it just became, uh, you know, the, the possibility for a show and then it built yeah. up from there. And so let's dive a little bit into uh, your, your music here, Diane, because you've been doing music for a while, yes? Well, um, yes and no. Kind of on and off since, since I was really young. But my belief, and this is what I tell people when they retire... Um, and I retired about five years ago. Congratulations. That Thank you. That you have to have a community and something that you're really passionate about. And I had come across a group of um, now friends, now call ourselves the Ukulunis. They were giving um, a ukulele workshop in Millerville. And I attended and all of a sudden, I found myself with a community. And from there, they're just so great and supportive. And I'd always found that playing music by myself in my living room was not very satisfying. But when you're in a group of people, and everybody is enjoying and supporting one another, then you can just take off. Wow. And so you have a, a, a variety of music that you play. Tell me a little bit about your style, maybe uh, what people can expect, you know, heading into this concert. I've been songwriting since about 2018. So yeah, really emerging. Um, <laughs> and so I'll be doing all my own original songs. But in addition to that, on my website and um, down at the Duke in the days when we could have uh, open mics, I did a lot of um, Great American Songbook, old country. I really like the 30s, 40s, 50s vibe. And I, it's not to say that's when I was around, but um, that's the era of music that really appeals to me. Wow. And, and I'm excited to hear a little bit about what you've got. So do you have a, an, 
an accompaniment or do you play uh, just with like a backing track? I play with my little ukuleles. <gasps> I, I have a tenor ukulele it. and a baritone ukulele and it's just me and them. Oh, I mean, the it's excellent company to have. <laughs> it is. <laughs> do you have a, um, oh, I saw someone playing it online a couple weeks ago. It's like a banjo ukulele or a banjo A, a banjo Oh, yeah. I love um, the sound. No, I, w- I did have one at one time, but it got traded in on something or other. I, I, I just didn't like the sound of it for me. I like the mm-hmm. sound when other people play it, but it just wasn't something that seemed to work with me. So, but yeah, it's a cool instrument. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing a little bit of uh, ukulele action with uh, yourself, yeah. Diane, singing in the in the background there. And uh, I guess I'll I'll turn over here to uh, to Ethan kind of briefly here. Let's get a little bit of your uh, uh, musical history, I guess, and how you got approached to join the RPAC at Home concert series. Well, the RPAC at Home concert series it just it came to me uh, quite serendipitously um, and through Diane's generosity. Um, I guess it turns out Diane and I have a um, uh, a piece of our network in common. Um, a vocal coach. Her name is Tamara Beattie, and she's uh, she's just a wonderful part of the music community mm-hmm. in the the Calgary area and far beyond. Um, she does all kinds of stuff at all kinds of levels with all sorts of levels of performers. Anywhere, anyway, I've worked with Tamara in the past, and um, uh, Diane has done some work with. Um, Tamara too. And um, I guess you correct me if I'm wrong, Diane, but uh, Diane was, was uh, looking for somebody to um, share this, uh, this concert with and Tamara thought of me and yeah, she, made thought an our styles, she thought our styles would complement one another. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah so, that's so I just feel very lucky to have been, um, been part of that, that link in the community. If you had stumbled into it any harder, I think you might have broke something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, very glad to uh, to hear. So you have a similar style. What would you describe your style? What can people expect? Well, my style's been, um, it's evolved a lot over the years. I'm a guitarist, and that's how I began my, my music, um, my journey in music when I was a kid. I started, um, seven years old, I started playing guitar, studying classical guitar. In 2020, I put out an album of all instrumental guitar work, um, original compositions. And um, I've only played one other gig in, in, since I put out that album. Wow. And so I'm very excited to uh, share these instrumental compositions uh, with, with people and give them some, some life in a performance atmosphere. Um, so uh, I have done a lot of songwriting in the past and singing too, um, but this is kind of a new venture. All my, all my previous um, work you know, when I've done albums or collections or different things, I always put in a couple of instrumental songs and people always, uh, I got a lot of good feedback on that. And, and so uh, eventually I've just come to this point where I, I invested myself in putting together a collection just focused on that. And, um, but I think uh, the compliment to Diane's lyrically driven songs is going to be lovely. Um, so there you have it. Well, I'm, Wow, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> that's that's stunning. And uh, so, so you say you have you're in your your studio. Is that where you do a lot of your work, like right now? Well, the um, the album that I produced in 2020 was recorded right here. Yeah, amazing. You bet. Self recorded. Uh, it was mixed by um, Steve Dawson. He's a um, 
a very busy character in not only the Western Canadian and Canadian music scene, but uh, anyway, he, he really brought the sounds to life, but uh, the takes were all done right here. And uh, as the first time I've ever, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that actually, I guess it's the second time I've recorded all on my own, but, um, but this was, uh, yeah, um, just a, a special experience for me because it was so, it was so mine, so me. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to share that. Now, uh, Diane, Ethan, if people are, you know, tuning in, they're they're listening to this even down the road. If they're listening to this and they are thoroughly enjoying, you know, what they heard, where is a place that they can catch some more information from you? Is there a website or music? And I mean, you had said you've got some music out there, so I'm sure there's some places that uh, they can pick that up. But uh, we'll start with you there, Diana. You even have your own thing called. Uh, was it DJ's Music Studio? That's awesome. DJ, DJ's Music Studio, which makes more sense if you know that my middle initial is J. Oh, so you're not you're not like pricka pricka DJing at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so yeah, DJ's Music Studio.ca. When COVID started and all the open stages got canceled and all you know, everybody was like nowhere to be close in person. Um, my husband uh, set up a website for me. And uh, every couple of weeks, I record a new song or two. Some of them are, are my originals, and some of them are covers from various eras. And um, yeah, so it's a way of um, having an opportunity to continue some form of performance and also to be, be available to friends and family and anybody who's lis- interested in listening. And how about yourself there, uh, Ethan? Um, well, ethancollister.com is the place to check out. And um, the new album is self-titled. Uh, it's available on streaming platforms too. So if you're on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that, check it out. Uh, Bandcamp is another great spot um, for all the independent artists out there. We love Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Uh, treats artists really well. So if you're looking for a way to support, um, check out Bandcamp. Uh, my website is basically, a, um, well, the music that's on there that you can stream and download is all through Bandcamp. So if you visit there and, and um, you know, you like what you hear, you can download or um, even support um, me and my music if you like. EthanCollister.com Easy peasy for for both of you. I love it. Uh, now, Diane, you brought up an interesting um, an imp- interesting topic, and I'd love to expand on if you, if, if we still um, got some time here. Uh, I'd love to expand on what you folks did during COVID. I mean, as as artists, as people that like to create, I, I imagine it was you found yourself going stir crazy because as I interview artists, they say there's nothing like live music, and it was driving them crazy not being able to do live music. So I'm just curious on your your thoughts and i guess as artists as singers as musicians like what you did and how you kind of got through the 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 covid isolation per se that's true there's nothing like live music and people are going crazy however there are an amazing number of um zoom jams going on right now and uh, I have one that I run on Monday night with about a, or sorry, Sunday nights with about a dozen friends. And um, there are some that are like a hundred and some odd people. Um, there's also uh, a whole number of, of opportunities. There's a ukulele festival that's 
currently being run all by Zoom. Um, the Foothills Acoustic Music Institute that used to do uh, three camps a year is now doing a variety of different um, open mics and uh, educational opportunities on Zoom. And so there's still a lot of ways to connect with other people who are um, enthusiastic about playing music at all sorts of different levels. Nice. Uh, for me, it was, um, well, I guess when I think back to last March, when things first really started happening pandemic wise, and I don't think any of us really knew where it was going or what was going to happen. But, um, but like many people, uh, I was asked to stay home from work for a little while. And, um, and that changed. I think it was by, by May, I was back at work. Um, but in the time when I was first, you know, we were being asked to stay at home and it all seemed really serious and dire. And, um, and you know what, I was sitting on, um, I think part of that perspective was a bit inspiring for me. Here I was uh, at home and um, thinking a lot about mortality <laughs> um, and what, what I want to do, what, what would I want to get done? Yeah, I don't know. We didn't know what COVID-19 really was all about. If, if I was to get sick, what would I want to make sure I had done? And uh, I'm sitting on this, this uh, collection of instrumental songs. And I thought, you know, I got to get this. I just want to get this stuff recorded. And uh, so I think the cool thing about that was that I was doing it primarily for myself. And I didn't even plan to put it out um, when I was recording it. And that's kind of a neat, um, looking back, uh, a neat space to be in when you're working on a project um, to not, not be too self-conscious in terms of thinking of an audience. Um, so I'm really grateful for that, uh, looking back. Um, so that was my initial response to the whole thing. And then, you know, as, as time goes by and, you know, I agree. I mean, I think we're all really missing community and the music community in particular. Um, geez, uh, I miss going to shows. I do. I miss going to jams. I miss seeing people. I miss feeling music, uh, live. Um, and I've only, I did get to play one, one show in, uh, when was that October or November? Things were, things were restricted, but I, I, uh, got an opportunity, um, to be a part of an event to provide music for an event. So that was really cool. Um, but I haven't done, you know, to be honest, I have not done a streaming show. I have not been involved in anything online in terms of streaming. So this is this is really exciting for me. It's something new, and I'm so excited um, to connect and be part of a community. And we're going to take a quick moment to uh, listen to some of their work. They were on the RPAC at Home concert series. So uh, this was live that night.
It is five o'clock, my nerves are shot, I'm weary to the core. So bring on the grape, it doesn't need to breathe, just twist the cap and pour. I'm sick of endless meetings about plans that later stall, and why can't those ideas? Disable reply all brainstorming sessions bring endless possibilities. We're thinking outside boxes while we're looking at our watches. I'd prefer some dentistry. I'm weary to the core So bring on the grape, it doesn't need to breathe Just twist the cap and pour Well, you know, if a job was meant for fun We wouldn't call it work But it's really all the drama that makes me go berserk Last month we shifted paradigms Now we are pivoting I'm reaching out and leveraging Best practices for synergies It's enough to make you scream Below our Pinot Grigio A cab or a Chablis Prosecco for success at work, but that's a rarity. I don't care about the vintage. Let the weekend now resound with the clink of long stem glasses and the cheer of wind down. Wind So bring on the grape, it doesn't need to breathe Just twist the cap and pour Yeah, twist the cap, pour it in Nug it back and fill it again Let's wind down some Sweet, hey? Uh, I do have some details. If you just scroll down a little bit, if you are listening to this on the blog or if you're listening to it on SoundCloud or whatever podcast service, uh, go to oaktokesonline.com. You can find links to more of their music. But I would like to say a big thank you to both Diane and Ethan for chatting with me, talking about a little bit of their history, a bit about COVID. I know it's weird to think back a year ago on what we were expecting, uh, but every single week we're bringing local artists into your car or living room. From music, art, food to photography, stay tuned every Thursday. Thursday.